So let's talk about Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. We saw it yesterday, and we've both had a day to think about it. We'll try not to spoil it too. Well, I hadn't really read any of his comics, so I didn't know what to expect. And when I went in, I hadn't read any reviews or seen any trailers, so I really did not know what to expect. And, yeah, I'm I'm glad my curiosity's been satisfied. I'm glad I know a bit about Deadpool now. Uh, Overall impression was very, very crazy, over-the-top, violent film. And fun to watch, but very over-the-top. So what did you think, Roy? Well, I have seen him in the comics before, but I'm not a big fan. I thought that the trailers were so entertaining, though, that I had to watch it. I had mixed feelings about it. I thought the action was good, but do you want me to start, or do you want to... Yeah. Give yeah. your first impression, the, I... the action was crazy. So it was kind of... It was like one of those John Woo films from the 90s. There was lots of jumping around and shooting and... Lots of shooting going and... everywhere and... Weird ways and those dives where he'd flick his guns yeah. out and was it like? It reminded me a bit of Tarantino action that he does in Kill Bill and Django a little bit with just people dying everywhere, being killed by Deadpool. Yeah. I think your John Woo comparison is brilliant, though. Yeah, I think that's oh, exactly yeah, it. When he's leaping through the air, um, firing at everyone. There was a bit grim in places. His origin was a bit grim. It kind of had a bit of over-the-top gore in some places. I think we're stuck because we sound uh, like we don't know what we're talking about because it's hard to know what to say without spoiling it. But I wonder, can we talk about the origins? Because it is in the comic. And he has been in other films, hasn't he? It's more kind of the general idea. Do you want an origin? Because I, I thought you'd just get a film where he'd just be Deadpool... You know, I think, do people want films with a long origin? Or is it okay to just have the hero already be the hero? No, no, what I meant was we can talk about it here. Yeah, don't give too much away. Now that you have mentioned that, that was one of the parts where I told you that I fell asleep in. I wasn't joking. You know, they had a really long bit explaining (laughs) his origin, and I did drop off for a few seconds. I thought it was a bit too long. You're right. Probably. Yeah. It's like... People complained about Batman Begins, that he didn't become Batman soon enough. I think probably it's one of those... It's just Deadpool's a similar film where you get a long stretch of him not being Deadpool yet. I didn't mind it personally, but I think I might have slightly more enjoyed just a Deadpool story where he was Deadpool all the way through the film. Not really bothering to tell you how he became Deadpool. It was very, very long. And it differs... A lot from the earlier films where he's first introduced in... What was it? The film with Sabretooth? That that Wolverine film. It was just Wolverine, wasn't it? Origins or something? Yeah, Wolverine, Origin. Something like that. And Yeah, yeah, he he played the same character. But he was part of the Weapon X programme, wasn't he? I'm not sure if the two films tied together. And I don't think they do. There was a little echo of that, though, in this film, 
when you see the little doll, the little figure. Oh, what was that? Well, Deadpool has a little figure of himself from Wolverine Origins. Oh, right. Do you remember yeah, that? I the bandages. Saw, I saw the figure, yeah. I did, but I wasn't really sure what it, if it was the one from the film. Do you know, I, I think what, it meant. what we should do is actually tell people generally who Deadpool <laughs> is. Okay, well... So he's a mercenary. Yeah. Or, I don't know, I think he's... No, no, we'll, we'll go further back. He was a Special Forces operative. And we kind of know that from Wolverine Origins. Although the timeline's all mixed up if you use it that way, that doesn't make sense. No, alright, Special Forces operative, freelance, mercenary-type guy... And then he's recruited into this secret program that turns him into Deadpool. Yeah, and he's famed for his wisecracks and his sense of humour. The muck with I the mouth. That, yes. Which, which you do get a lot of in this film. And you'd also got a lot of it in the Wolverine film. Before he became Deadpool, he had a lot of funny lines in that film. Right, just a moment ago, when we were stuffing down our burgers, I was saying what my problem with this film is in comparison to Kick-Ass both of these films are pretty obnoxious characters you know they have foul mouth both films try and insult just about every group you can think of but here's my problem with Deadpool I thought they're okay with uh, racism and sexism but there are some things in the films I think, oh, no, we'll draw the line here, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I couldn't figure so. it out. They had violence, misogyny, racism. Yeah. But there are things that we can't talk about in the podcast that they just thought, oh, well, that's... I don't think our audiences can take that after we've... <laughs> yeah. And in a way, it had a bit of a traditional Hollywood story with a happy ending. So it wasn't as crazy and random as... I thought Deadpool could be, from what I've heard about him. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It was a bit of a Hollywood ending. In fact, the whole film, the whole idea of the guy trying to get the bad guys and getting back with the girl. Yeah, that was very traditional Hollywood. Nothing like the comics, when you think about it. And I have flicked through quite a few of those trades. Yeah, so it kind of probably watered down compared to the comic, but still with a bit of the craziness intact. And while we were watching it, I said that I felt supered out. Yeah. How do you feel about all these superhero movies? Well, do you know, we we saw a trailer for Batman v Superman. Yeah, we did. And I like the look of that film. But as to, in terms of other films, like the Marvel films, I am a bit supered out and probably a bit violent out. After seeing Deadpool, I don't think I could watch another fight scene. And also, I think with the big summer blockbusters, it, uh, you think, what are they going to do next? Because I don't think I've been that excited since the 90s when there was films like Jurassic Park, Independence Day... They were the big blockbusters to me, that, and I don't. Th- I think I got so excited for those films in the early nineties. No blockbusters ever measured up again. 
and then, even though there's been some really good ones, I think that it's difficult to really get something really big and something to make you excited like it was back then, the 80s and 90s. So if superheroes do end up boring people, I don't know what they're going to bring in to replace them. I think that Marvel, DC, all the big film companies as well, they just see a massive amount of cash to be made and they got greedy and they've just churned out film after film yeah. without really thinking, is this going to be any good? They've gone after minor characters like, well, Deadpool, it's done really well at the box office, but he isn't the biggest character. No, he's not. Who would you have picked if you had a choice for a film? For a film, oh. Who oh, well, hasn't been done yet? Well, it's a bit of an obscure choice, this one, but there's a Dark Horse comics character called Concrete, and I've always wanted to see him in a movie. They've got a tagline uh, like, Concrete is a fragile something. Yeah, he's a man. He's a, he's a man who got turned into concrete by aliens. And he wants to figure out how to use his powers for good. But he does very gentle things, like he goes to a farm that's in trouble and helps them with their work, and he he helps the environment by stopping the bad people who are causing pollution and things. It's, it's kind of hard to describe. It sounds a lot like a swamp thing. It probably is a lot like a swamp thing, yeah. He's kind of like in touch with nature. He's, very, he's a bit hippie-ish and kind of spiritual, probably better as a TV show than a film, really. But I've always wanted to see him as live action. As, uh, I don't know who else has Who hasn't been made? Yeah, they've really done my favourite heroes already. They've done Spider-Man, they've done Batman, Superman. I can't really think of... I think that's why That's we've just hit the nail on the head. That's why they're going after the minor characters. They've run out of... Yeah. Yeah. They've done Arrow, and we just talked about this today as a TV show, of course, and I've talked about it on the podcast before. Now, I should be the biggest viewer of Arrow. I love Green yeah. Arrow. I think he is probably my favourite of all the heroes. He's one of the reasons, apart from Robin Hood, that yeah. I learned archery when I was a teenager. And they've come out with this TV series, and I just don't like it. That's really sad. So, you know, like, if you're that big a fan and you can't find anything in this show to hook you in, there's probably something wrong there. Even though I like Arrow, but I hadn't read the comic. I'm such so. a big fan that even when Arrow... Sorry, not Arrow. When Green Arrow had to share a comic stupidly with Green Lantern for no reason other than they both have the word green in them, I still <laughs> bought it and I'd read half the comic. I just wouldn't bother <laughs> reading the Green Lantern bit. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame and I suppose it's difficult to think now what heroes have not been put on screen at all. It's getting a low list. But we've strayed a bit, haven't we, from Deadpool? Sorry, and that's yeah, my fault, because yeah. I'm obsessed by the whole thing, but let's see, what else can we say? Now, you said you didn't like the violence. I'll be honest, <laughs> I actually did enjoy how violent yeah. it was. I didn't. I did enjoy it. 
but I thought afterwards, oh, that's kind of my violence quota for the year now. You know, it's kind of it was exciting. I mean, he's he's chopping bits off people with his swords. He's it's it's kind of offbeat violence. He's shooting people in yeah. strange and unusual ways that you know. Do you know what the certificate for that movie was? Fifteen, I think. Yeah, fifteen. I was surprised, and I looked. Afterwards, when I came home, I thought it was an 18, and I thought, wait a minute, there were yeah, a lot of really young people in that movie, you know, yeah. watching the movie. Today's teenagers. But it turned out to be 15, <laughs> and apparently the BBFC said something like, although there is a lot of violence and sexual references and language, that it's done in such a way that it's yeah. more tongue-in-cheek. I'm not so sure... It was no, funny, I but think I think... It, I think it would have been an 18. Yeah. They probably... Maybe the BBFC want it to make money for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, that's pretty <laughs> unlikely. The film industry, I, I don't know. No. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty gruesome. Yeah, it is. If you're put off by a lot of gory violence, not just violence, but particularly gory violence, then this might not be your movie. I thought it was okay. I thought some of the humour was problematic. It's weird, because like I said, I've read The Trades, and I know he's antisocial and horrible in an incredible number of ways. But I found him worse in the movie. There was something more unpleasant about him. Yeah, I think he's more cute in the comic, in a way. Yeah. When you've seen a real man say all that stuff, it's probably different. And so oh. I think with his costume on, it softens it. You know, probably with his, when he's not being the man, it's more grim. It kind of comes across more... There's something more lovable about the comic version. He's a bit more childlike in the way. That's right, yeah. That's... Okay, one thing that I haven't mentioned yet. The comedy Indian. Oh, oh yeah, go on. God, <laughs> give me a break. How many films do I have to put up with this in? And they're using the same piece of music in all these films. Oh, what? hold on. You know what? I'm going to pause it for a moment. Here's the thing. Hollywood seems to think there's only one piece of music that will make you know that we're about to have Comedy Indian. And it's... <laughs> oh, I'm going to get the pronunciation wrong, which is a disgrace when you think about it. <laughs> Mera Juta Hai Japani. They used that same song in Gravity, shortly before the Indian got fried by an asteroid. Oh, no. Well, at least the Indian survived in this. I think my problem is just the portrayal of the character. He was basically Apu. Why are we always yeah. Apu? Yeah. <laughs> I liked the storyline of him in the cab and then the bit at the end, which we can't talk about without spoiling it. My only problem yeah. was the portrayal. <laughs> Why do we have to be a certain type of Indian? Don't get it. Don't get it, Hollywood. You suck. Uh, what else? Oh, there was, even worse than that, there was another, oh, I hesitate to say joke, because it was such a racist thing, but yeah, I'm not going to talk about it, you'll see it if you see the film, 
it involves the blind black lady. Oh, yeah. But apparently, she's also in the comic book. I didn't know that. Okay, no, I didn't know that. And she is a hostage. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, <laughs> she's basically one of Deadpool's victims. I'm not quite sure what's going on with that. I'd um, like to read the comic to figure out more what's going on. I'm trying desperately while you have a rest to think about how I'm going to mention what they chickened out of doing <laughs> in a way that won't ruin my non-explicit rating for my podcast. Yeah. So, let's see. Deadpool... Uh, what kind of humour? We've got racist humour, we've got misogynist humour, we've got just violent humour, callous yeah. humour. Yeah. So you think anything's open for laughing at. And then there's this one scene where they chicken out because I think maybe it would make Deadpool look less macho. Let's <laughs> say <Yeah>. that. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was an incredibly chicken thing to do. But they don't go as far as the comic. No, no, comic, they don't. Comic Deadpool, from what I've heard, anything goes with him. He's, you know, he's just so random. And, but yeah, I don't think he was like that in the film. He was a bit more sanitised, in a way. Can we bring it back to what films... Sorry, what heroes that we'd like to see? Because I've just got yeah, one to mention. Yeah. When we were going down the stairs after seeing the film yesterday, I was saying Sabretooth. Sabretooth, yeah. Yeah, good Sabretooth solo movie. Yeah, that would be really good. Because I did buy a few of the trades and a few of the graphic novels years ago yeah. of Sabretooth, and they could so do him. And I think Leave Shriver, if he was up for doing that yeah, role again, be would really be brilliant. That would be really good. Yeah. Because he's funny in a... He's not really Deadpool. He hasn't got the mouth of Deadpool. But there are a lot of similar characteristics. He's just very <laughs> yeah. callous. How long was the movie? It seemed to go on for ages. I think it was that... I thought it was somewhere between an hour and a half and two hours, but I didn't really pay much attention. That must have been, been it. it. That middle section yeah. where you find out how he became Deadpool's just so long. I, yeah, I don't th yeah, I don't think it was that long. I don't think the fun parts of the film were that long. I liked the end, like the kind of last action scene. So I can't really say much about spoilers, but there's lots of well, we can mention explosive action. Other characters who were in the scene. So Colossus was in uh, the movie. Yeah. He was okay, but he was completely CGI. Who's that girl? I have, that was what I wanted to ask you. I have no idea who she is. She's got a name like Atomic Megaton Atom Blast or something. Is she just for the film? I don't know. I'd like to know. She was really cool. and I liked how there was only two X-Men. <laughs> yeah. X-Men, because... They couldn't, he said they oh couldn't no, yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, we yeah, can't, I won't spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil that bit. But let's just say there were two X-Men in this film and they had a really funny way of explaining it. A really Deadpool way of explaining it because he does that fourth wall thing all through the comics <laughs> and he does this all through the movies. Yeah. <laughs> when they were starting the 
credits at the beginning, and they had all those jokes about the names of people who are directing it. Oh, yeah. When I saw that, I thought it was going to be something I'd really enjoy, and I was, until it just went all topsy-turvy and weirdly cowardly. Yeah. Well, it was probably, it was too Hollywood. Yeah. A bit too Hollywood. I think an indie studio would have done it better. There was lots to enjoy, and lots of fun in it, but still a bit too Hollywood. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. They gave it a go, but they kind of messed it up. But definitely worth seeing if you like crazy, over-the-top violence. And comedy Indians. Yeah. <laughs> God. Unfortunately, yeah. I should point out, considering this is a podcast and you can't see me, that I am Indian. <laughs> so I'm allowed to say that. But you'll know what I mean if you see it. It's incredibly irritating. Uh, what else can we say about it? I can't think of anything to say about Deadpool now. Was it probably... Do you know anything about the origin of his name? Or was that just made up for the movie? I don't know. I don't know. It was a good... I liked how they did it in the movie. Yeah. I don't know if it's from the comic. I thought his friend who ran the bar was quite funny. He, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember who he was. He no. A bit familiar. He's kind of nerdy. Yeah. Comedian. Oh, right. Okay. I, well, I, mean, I think he's a comedian, but I, could, uh, I don't know. Have <laughs> we run out of things to say? <laughs> We have. I think probably we've gone over all of Deadpool. I mean, yeah, we probably described it well enough. I think that we thing about his uniform that I've heard before somewhere about why it's red. Ah, well, uh, no, I didn't know that. Where was it supposed to be, by the way? Did they say? Where was it supposed to be? I don't. Was it Los Angeles or New York? Or? I don't think they mentioned. I don't think they mentioned it at any point where he's supposed to live. Did you recognise any other heroes apart from Colossus and the nameless... Megatron. Yeah. With the girl, whoever she was. Yeah. Did I... Oh, did... Oh, I, was the bad I guy... I don't know. I don't know who the bad guy character is. character from a comic. And <sighs> the bad guy's hench woman. Yeah. Was that Gina yeah. Carano? Yes. Yes, I'm pretty sure it was. Wow. Famous, famous kickboxing lady. All right, I'm going to sound sexist, but if I could have a chauffeur, <laughs> it would be Gina Carano. I, I don't blame you. Yeah, Good she's looking great. and can beat everyone she up. She's great. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. I watched her kickboxing on TV. A few me too, ago. me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Gina, if you're listening, come on the show. <laughs> I thought she should be Wonder Woman. Oh, someone else. Yes, brilliant choice. I was hoping she would be, but they. I think it might be an age thing because she's not that old, but when they invest all that money in a new character, they want that character to be in a yeah. few films. Yeah. Because the woman they've got now is fairly young. She looks like she's in her 20s. Yeah. I can't remember her name, Gal something. Or More stereotypical other. kind of Hollywood actress. Well, she's Israeli. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. Very pretty. 
Gina Carano is Wonder Woman. That is inspired, man. I never thought of that. Maybe she's got the wrong look, though, because Wonder Woman's Greek. She's dark haired. She's. Gina Carano might not look accurate enough. I don't know. She's Italianish, isn't she? Oh, maybe, maybe it will be okay. Maybe yeah. it'll be an okay casting. Yeah, I don't, yeah. And compared to Linda Carter, she's a lot more Wonder Womanish. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't know Gina Carano was going to be in Deadpool. So that was one of those. And did I? Yeah, it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. The moment I saw her on screen, I thought, <laughs> "That's Gina Carano." And then she hardly said anything in the film, and I thought, "Oh no, she could do dialogue." Yeah. Because I wondered what happened to her from, oh, what was that film she was in? Do you remember the film that she was in on her own? Haywire? Haywire. Yeah, I saw right. that. There was part of that film that was absolutely atrocious, where they had those cops chasing her. But the rest of the film, where she was the main star and doing all the fighting, yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, and then she was in... Oh, she was in one of the Fast and the Furious yeah, films. Yeah, I've seen her in those films. And then she just disappeared and popped up in this film. Yeah. So that's one good thing we both agree on. Yeah. More Gina Carano. Yeah. Did you recognise any of the other... I can't think of anyone who looked familiar in that movie, apart from Deadpool's I girlfriend. recognise... Um... Uh, I don't think I did, no. No, I didn't. It's one of those films. Didn't have that many famous Stan stars. Lee was in it. Yeah, Where was he, his cameo? A, Can you remember? In a strip club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always going on about how much I hate <laughs> Stan Lee's cameos in this podcast. I think I went on a rant for five minutes straight about this, and... I've got to say, I haven't changed my mind. He should be no longer in his films. Stan, stop being in your films, yeah, you vain no. git. I thought he, he only did cameos in the, oh. the, in the characters he created. It was Deadpool, because he didn't have a cameo in some of the more modern ones. Really? I think there's some Marvel films he didn't have a cameo in. Well, I don't think he was in Electra. The other film, what was it? Oh. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of I the Galaxy. I can't remember if he was in that, but... I'm pretty sure Stan Lee didn't have much to do with creating Deadpool, but he was he had a cameo. Oh right. He must have just liked he must have just liked this film and wanted a cameo in it. I'd forgotten about Electra, you're right. He's not in Electra. So it's probably like the grim ones, like Punisher. I don't think he has a Oh man, we're gonna stray from the subject again because I've just wanted to mention yeah. Jennifer Garner would have made a good Wonder Woman. Yeah, she would have, yeah. Well, we'll have to see how the new person does. Um, there's going to be a Wonder Woman solo film at some point. All these Justice League and... How are you feeling comics. about now that... I think we've safely talked about Deadpool enough, unless we can think of something else in a moment, we can come back to it. But how do you feel about these team movies? Because I've got to say, I'm not a big fan of big team movies with lots of superheroes. Yeah, I'm not that big a fan either. I think if it was completely up to me, I'd like solo movies. But I do think they look... I mean, a Justice League film, I'd really like that. I'd watch it, I'd enjoy it. But probably I'd love to see a new Batman, new Superman solo movies. I like seeing the characters' own worlds get developed. 
But then the team movies can be a lot of fun. You know, we were talking about Dawn of Justice at the beginning oh, of yeah. the podcast. Oh, yeah. Do I like him as Batman? Yeah, he's okay as Batman. But as Bruce Wayne, the camera had one shot of him. And yeah. I thought he looked... Oh, I've got to repeat on the podcast. He looked a bit sleazy as Batman. He does not look like the big square-jawed do-gooder. Yeah. That Batman should be. I think he looks okay, and I want to see more of him to judge. I think there's something Batmanish about him. That's that just that he's up. big and he's worked out, but he yeah. hasn't got the face. Doesn't seem to project the character that I'd like for Batman. When I saw the other trailer, I thought he looked a lot different. Jaded. Yeah. That's the word. He looks jaded. Yeah. I, I want to see the film because he's he's an older Batman. Because they were making comments in the trailer saying you're getting old, and Alfred was saying. You know, your muscles don't work as well as they used to or something. Yeah, but he looks like a Batman that's gotten old from going to too many parties, not from fighting and working out. He looks (laughs) Hollywoody. I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe I'm just prejudiced against Ben Affleck. Hopefully, we'll see the film and it'll be a good performance and we'll forget the past films. On the other hand, I think Henry Cavill looks. Absolutely fine as Superman, and I liked him oh, in yeah. the last yeah. Superman movie. Yeah, yeah, but I'd like to see another solo Man of Steel film. You know, this Dawn of Justice, we're really focusing more on Batman than Superman, I think, in that movie. But after yeah. seeing Henry Cavill in this mm. movie, I'm on the side of Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> that's the first yeah. time I've ever thought of that. Interesting to see whose side. But Batman seems a bit unfair. He's, he's picking on Superman <laughs> in this one. It's kind of he's not giving him the benefit of the doubts. Is this based anything on the Frank Miller comic? Because it looks so I think similar. It's going to be inspired by it. Yeah. Not exactly the same. Because there's a mechanical suit in that, isn't yeah. there? And yeah. But does Superman go a bit balmy? Working for the president. In the comic, he's working for the president, and I think he wants to bring Batman in. I don't think he goes balmy. <laughs> but he has a big fight with Batman at the end, and Batman fakes his death and has a heart attack. And I think Superman lets him kind of go into hiding at the end. It's probably spoiled the whole book now for people who haven't read it. That's all right. We're talking about the movie, so... Yeah, they... Well, Batman does a lot of interesting things in the graphic novel to beat Superman, that he um, buoys his suit up to the power of Gotham to, like, give him a punch with the electricity and... Yeah, it's that suit. Bombs and all this kind of thing. In the trailer, when I saw that suit for the first time, it just took me back to the Frank Miller comic. Yeah, I think it is based on it, yeah. That's one thing I really liked in the trailer, is that mechanical suit. And I like like how the mask has got the kind of pointy, animated series-style pointy lens eyes that Batman has. Where the the new suit's got the um, lens eyes. Like white eyes. Batman's eyes. Oh, right, they're glowing, you mean? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I've forgotten about that, yeah. It looks really dark and grim. Is it another Zack Snyder thing? Uh, probably. Yeah, I think it is. It's pretty grim. Oh, okay. Like Man of Steel was. Oh, the other thing about Deadpool, just wait until the whole movie finishes. There was a bit right at the end that we're not going to spoil, but you were saying about that it's bit a, right at the end yeah, that you couldn't a, quite recognise. I could, but when I left the cinema and it came back to me, it's a reference to a classic 80s film, kind of spoofed by Deadpool. Did you know the name of the film when you saw that? It came to me. A few minutes a bit later. later. Yeah, well, a few, yeah. You know what I find odd about that? The reference you're talking about is a film that I remember from being young, but it was even aimed at a slightly younger audience than even me. So I'm wondering now, they put that into that film. Who were yeah. they aiming that at? Because I'm guessing oh, that most of the audience wouldn't get that. Yeah. I think probably a lot of middle-aged people watching Deadpool. I think older than middle-aged. Yeah, what, a lot of... That's what I say, a lot of older people watch comic book films. They're probably people who were around when Deadpool first came famous, probably about 40-odd now. There was a woman just over from where we were sitting, and I thought maybe she was waiting for her kids and her family. Oh, yeah. But she just watched the whole film on her own, and she was middle-aged, so I'm guessing you're no, right, you know, yeah. I, I was, when I saw Man of Steel on my own, I was sat next to all these other people who'd come on their own, and there was young, old, male, female. Yeah, but I just I got chatting to all these people, and there was a like, young student lady. There was this lady I sat next to, and none of them, none of them looked like people you'd stereotypically think they'd be so crazy about Superman. You mean they didn't look like geeks? No, they looked. You know, they they didn't look normal, but they didn't look like people you'd think. They they'd come on the first showing of the film in our home city, and they were just like clapping and cheering. Yeah, it was great. It surprises you who, who you see, who's into comic book films, who goes on their own. You know, all these people who you wouldn't immediately think look like the kind of people you see hanging around a comic shop, but they were so desperate to see a new Superman film, they'd come on alone on the first showing, like I had. I probably did look like a stereotype, and because I had a Superman T-shirt on and kind of all comic book stuff on. But that's the thing. When I went to school, there were a lot of people who were into comics. And I was into comics. But we didn't have anything in common. They weren't geeks. Not everyone who's into comics are geeks. Definitely. Definitely. And nowadays, they kind of group the whole lot together. And it's not really true, to be honest. It's not... Definitely. Tons of different people like comics and... Like soldiers away on duty it used to be one of the biggest audiences for comic books oh really so I was told like in pretty much kind of I know a few people I've known like, like to get comics sent out when they're off on travels in other places it's like their biggest link to home they've got my uncle was a lorry driver 
And he, he used to take comics. He used to get his comics sent out to wherever he was. And come back with a big pile of Wolverine and Conan comics that he'd taken to keep him company on his journey. And so definitely, he's you know he's a tough guy who likes sport. He's not a nerd. So have we got anything else to say about Deadpool or have we done? Well, I think we completely analysed every aspect of Deadpool. I'm going to play 15 seconds of that Bollywood song that Hollywood now uses to denote that there's some quirky Indian character. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll put that into the podcast. But yeah, that's it for Deadpool. <coughs> Thanks for listening, and bye for now. Mera juta hai Japani ye patloon, Englishani sar pe lal to pirusi, fir bhi dil hai Hindustani. Mera juta hai Japani ye patloon, Englishani sar pe lal to pirusi, fir bhi dil hai Hindustani. Mera juta hai Japani. Please be knowing that dinner will be served in five minutes. And today, we are to be serving chicken curry, which is of course my favorite. You racist mother f***er. Thank you, come again.